We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we were talking about this yesterday and the um, the last team to win a national championship where it was the first national championship in school history was the 1996 Florida Gators, which is pretty amazing. You know, we're over 25 years um, since that has happened. Um, so we wanted to look at the best team that has never won a national championship. And we, we divided into two different time segments. One was this century. What is the best program to not win a national championship since 2000? And then we, we're going to talk about the best program never to win a national championship since the AP poll started and was awarding national championships since 1936. Now, the caveat, well, we'll get to that when we talk about the, the, the 1936. So let's first start with um, who is your best program what what research what the what did the research tell you the best program not to win a national title since 2000 we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Notre Dame. It's tough because I think it's between Notre Dame and, and some other schools. You you could say one of the Big Ten powers, um, a Pac-12 power, something like that. Um, but in the playoff era, they're 85 and 30. The only schools that have a better record than them in the playoff era, part of this century, are the five that have made the playoff the most times. The ones that I always joke you can cut and paste into the playoff. So I just always bristle at the whole Notre Dame is irrelevant and Notre Dame hasn't done this. 1988 is a long time for a program not to win a national championship to claim to be the most prestigious program in college football, which I still think they are. (laughs) I I, I still think, you know, beyond the Rudy mystique, the gold helmets, all that kind of stuff. I, I think they still move the needle enough because people love to hate watch Notre Dame more than anybody. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that's the the debate is do people hate Alabama more than Notre Dame? Not when I lived in North Carolina. They didn't. They hated Notre Dame. People in the South love to hate Notre Dame. People in Big Ten country love to hate Notre Dame. People, <laughs> I imagine people in on the West Coast love to hate Notre Dame. And um, But they've still managed to have a lot of success. They're ranked 10th in our preseason projections. They've had Brian Kelly really did a good job. It really comes down to when are they going to win against a top five team? Because BK was one and six in those games. Marcus Freeman was 0-2 last year. That is where that whole Notre Dame is a relevant narrative comes from. Because, it, yeah, to be truthful, it has been a very long time since they've won a national championship. So I looked at Notre Dame. I looked at Michigan, Tennessee, Penn State, Wisconsin. And then I found the team that I think is the best program since 2000 who has not won a national championship. So Notre Dame, they have five top 10 finishes since 2000. It's very good. Uh, one national title game appearance did not go well at all. Two college football playoff appearances did not go great. Um, so looking at those metrics, Michigan also has five top 10 finishes, two in the last two years, obviously, uh, two playoff appearances, uh, Tennessee has not had a great 20 years. That was They don't stack up. Tennessee actually has seven. I'm sorry, Penn State has seven top 10 finishes, which is more than Notre Dame has, more than Michigan has. Uh, but they have not made the playoff. They have not really played for a national championship. Uh, Wisconsin has four top 10 finishes, but again, not, not too close to an actual national title. The team that has six top five finishes, okay, been knocking on the door far more than any other program, is Oregon. Mm-hmm. Six top five finishes since 2000. They've been in the national championship game twice. 
They've only had two losing records in since 2000. Notre Dame has four. Michigan has four. Penn State has five. Oregon only has two. Um, they have 13 double-digit wins uh, seasons, which is more than Notre Dame has, more than Penn State, more than Michigan. All those, all these metrics point to Oregon. Nine times Oregon has had only one or zero losses in Pac-12 play. So that and they have been extremely consistent since the turn of the century. And then the two national championship games they did play, and in 2010, they lost to Auburn 22-19. to That was the Cam Newton team. Uh, field goal in the last play of the game. Uh, Auburn had a little bit of a fluky play to set up that field goal in the last play of the game. But um, that Oregon team, the eight of their 12 wins uh, were by 20 points or more. Uh, and then four years later, they were back in the national championship game. They lost to Ohio State 42-20. to um, Marcus Mariota won the Heisman Trophy, which, again, Notre Dame does not have a Heisman winner. Penn State, Michigan do not have a Heisman winner. Um, and uh, in the semifinals, the first semifinal of the college football playoff era, they beat Florida State by 39 points. Florida State defending national champion uh, crushed them. So I think, you know, they've, they've been to four Rose Bowls. They've won three. Um, Michael James was a third place Heisman finish finisher for Oregon since 2000. So you, you pile it all up and, and Oregon has been very, very, very impressive since 2000. Yeah. Did Nike sponsor that segment by, by chance? <laughs> I mean, do, do we get a kickback for Phil Knight for all of that? We should. Hey, my, I, 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 my research is thorough, man. My, oh my research gosh. is thorough. Um, I got, I, I get it. Um, that's a good pick. I mean, I'm not going to dispute it. I still think, I mean, in big 10 country, we, I wonder, we, I will speak like a big 10 fan now and take like my writer cap off. They, they still don't take Oregon seriously. And I know they went in the big house and smacked Michigan. And I know, and I know they beat Wisconsin in a Rose Bowl. Maybe it's just a Columbus thing. Like, when Oregon played Ohio State in the national championship game, there was no doubt. I would have bet whatever amount of money you wanted to bet that Ohio State was going to smack them. Oregon just beat Ohio State. Yeah, true. In Columbus. True. I guess I, that's a good one. But, yeah, but that wasn't a national championship game. <laughs> or a Rose Bowl. I mean, that was that was early in the season. So, I mean, well, to my point, Oregon – there's a lot of like smoke about Oregon joining the Big Ten, and I don't know how Big Ten fans would feel. I mean, I, yeah, that'd be a good ad, but do they? They are a definitely a 21st century success story as a program. There's no doubt. So that is a good pick in terms of being in the national championship twice, um, and and showing showing well, you know. Not I mean, Ohio time. State kind not of blew them out, but yes. that, to get to the Ohio State, they beat Florida yeah. State. That's something yeah. that Michigan has not yeah. been able to do in the last two semifinals. They right. smacked Florida State down by 39 points. Yes, they, they did. So, I mean, yeah, I respect the program. I think now the trick is they've had a lot of coaching changes since Chip. They, you know, Mark Helfrich was there a very short time. Does Dan Lanning hang on there long enough to build something that like Chip and Mike Bellotti had, right? So I, I do think their success story is, is very good. That, that, so I'm not going to fault your answer at all. And, you know, honestly, they, they have a better track record than Notre Dame. I just think I'll go with the Irish. I'll still stick with the Irish because whenever they're good, I mean, when Oregon's good, we just kind of wait for them to lose. When Notre Dame's good, it's people want them to lose. I think that's the, the difference. 
So, all right, let's switch to now the uh, the best uh, program never to win a national championship in history since 1936. We took out some of those, you know, random like um, who was it? Uh, the Sagarin National Championship, the Bowen National Championship, which I've never heard of. We stuck with AP from 1936 to uh, UPI came into effect in uh 1950 and then it was basically this is on an ncaa.com page their official football national champions football writers association of america the national football foundation but basically it's the ap the upi the coaches poll um so some teams fell out like a boston college like a uh i'm trying to think who else i I told you that it was like off the table illinois has one kentucky has one stanford has one that uh they, they weren't the mainstream national champions. So I did a, a, a tally up of the all the schools that have won a national championship. I think there are 14, there's, let's see, there's six, 33. Um, so that's roughly half the, the Power Five, current Power Five conferences. Um, if you look at the 2023 version of conferences right now, nine SEC teams can claim a national championship, soon to be 11. And in the Big Ten, eight nat- teams can claim a national championship, soon to be 10 when USC and UCLA join. So um, that's kind of just the conference breakdown. But I wanted to know who your team was. You picked a team, I picked a team. The best program who is not among this 32 has never won a national championship. And we're looking at from 1936 all the way uh, up in up through 2022. You uh, mentioned Oregon was a turn of the century success story. How does that stack up through the through all of the years? And um, yeah, I just want to see what your pick was. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. West Virginia, they have mm. the most wins of any of these programs that have never won. So you start with that as the launch point, 772 wins as a program, getting close to the 800 club. They have a claim national title in 1922 that doesn't meet our kind of requirements. And then I went back and looked at that year. They were 10-0-1, and get this, they beat Gonzaga 21-13 <laughs> <to laughs> in the East-West Christmas Classic. And, you know, did they hit any three-pointers in that right, game? Right, I was, was going to just... say, 102 years later, it's possible that they could play each other in basketball in the Big 12, which nobody in 1922 was probably talking about at that football <laughs> game. Um, they've had chances. You know, the 88 Sugar or Fiesta Bowl against Notre Dame, the yes. 93 Sugar Bowl against Florida, uh, the Rich Rod heyday. They, they've had national championship caliber teams 
that didn't win it. And, you know, we know guys like they're, they have a lot of cult classic college football heroes like major Harris and Pat white and Steve Slayton. And, um, you know, for me, where I worry with, I, I love programs like West Virginia, this, they are the type of school that makes college football special to me. And they're the ones at risk in this new era, because it's not just about the fact that now they're 22 and 25 with Neil Brown and it's been a struggle. It's in this new money, greedy era of college football with NIL, a state like West Virginia, which it's no secret is perennially in the uh, top 10, you know, poorest states in the country. It's tough because this is what, but that's why I love the program. It's, it's not a wealthy part of the country. It's not a have quote unquote, and they love their football. They have great tradition. You know, anybody that's been there and heard country roads, it's incredible. Um, I hope they are able to find their footing in the next chapter of college football. And, you know, so Mike DeCourcy here at sporting news did a great piece on the the upset that they suffered at the hands of Pitt uh, in the, what was it? 2006. Yes. Right. Yes. And that was that wild college football season. They, they, they were in position to make the national championship game, should have made the national championship game, lost to a very bad pit team. Um, so that would have been a second appearance. Like you said, 1988 against Notre Dame, that would have been a second appearance uh, in a totally new era. Uh, so that's a good pick, you know, West Virginia. Uh, and like you said, they're a fun team, they're a fun program. And that's what makes the, the unique, unique, uh, you know, makeup of college football from, from A to Z. I looked at West Virginia, so some numbers on them. They've had five top ten finishes uh, since 1936. I mean, all these programs that we're talking about, they're obviously going to have warts because, you know, we're taking away 33 top programs. But um, they have, they actually have 20 top 25 finishes in their history since 1936. 20 is a lot. Um, it's right in line with Virginia Tech, which is another team I looked at. Uh, Virginia Tech had seven top tens, and of course they had a national championship game appearance with Michael Vick as well. Uh, I looked at Oregon beyond 2000. They have 10 top tens. Of course, the two national championship games we talked about, 19 top 25 finishes, so they're right in line with Virginia Tech and West Virginia. A couple other schools with some pretty good history that might surprise you, Missouri, Stanford, and North Carolina. They're all between 17 and 20 years where they were top 25 teams. Um, but there's one team that actually has 25 top 25 appearances uh, in, in the final poll, uh, 14 top 10s. Those numbers stand out above all the other programs that we're talking about. Uh, and it's the Wisconsin Badgers. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, you know, you have a stat that they have the most wins in the BCS era. I'm mean, sorry, the CFP era, right? That, uh, among teams that have not made the, the CFP, correct? Correct. Yeah. So they've got there. They've been in plenty of Rose Bowls. Um, they have had their ups and downs throughout the years. But even back in the day type of stuff, in the 40s and 50s, they had some teams that were pretty good. And so Wisconsin was my pick over Oregon. Uh, just numbers-wise, they have had more teams you know, on the fringe, knocking at the door. Uh, significantly more, not just one or two. I mean, 14 top 10 finishes is pretty good. Uh, and for the time period that we're talking about among the uh, the group of schools that we're looking at. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because their trajectory is a little bit like the Packers. They, they it's home state Packers. The 70s and 80s were not good 
for Wisconsin football. And then, but pretty much since Barry Alvarez arrived, they had a one in 10 season in 1990 and, and he built this program into a, you know, they're on the, I guess I would describe them bill as on the montage when they do game day, you know, that cause people like jump around and they have a tradition now that's lasted 30 years of NFL players and Rose bowl appearances and running know, backs, running backs everywhere. And, um, just not quite good enough to win a national title or get there. And I think they squandered their best chance when they had Russell Wilson. That was the best quarterback they've had. And, you know, the, the big question now is, will Luke Fickle build on that? But, yeah, that's a good pick. That's a – I mean, I, yeah, that's a good pick. I, I have no fault with it because right now that would be probably my first answer. If you combined our two questions, they would probably be my answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think uh, that does it for our show. We will be back, we think, for one more uh, episode this week. Stay tuned for that. Um, Never want to promise something and then uh, see it not come through. But first, before we get out of here, Trochi Trivia Answer. Uh, Two weeks before the kick six, Auburn had another miracle. Same field uh, against Georgia after Georgia rallied from a 20-point fourth quarter deficit. They took a one-point lead. And Auburn pulled it out in miraculous fashion. Who led that Georgia comeback in the fourth quarter? What quarterback uh, led the Bulldogs to three fourth quarter touchdowns to a, a what looked like an incredible comeback, but ended up being a heartbreaking defeat? Yeah, I, I think I'm. I think I know the end. It's Aaron Murray, I believe. You um, are correct. Yeah, I've been on. You know, he's obviously a personality on the the radio and college football personality. So I've had the pleasure of talking to him. I believe I've heard him talking about that on one of the times I was on it his show, you know, when we talk about Auburn. So, yeah. Um, and Nick Marshall was the quarterback on the other one. I, w- I thought you were going to ask Former me. Georgia DB, Nick Marshall, I think. Right. And I thought you were going to ask me who caught the pass, and that I can't remember for some reason. I'm blanking on that one right now. Rico. Rico. Yeah. Yes. That. That. Yeah. So, I'm blanking. Of, me. of course, the, the receiver never gets the credit. The quarterback <laughs> always does. But, um, yeah, Aaron Murray was that guy, and – Aaron Murray was very close to beating Alabama in an SEC championship game too, like one pass away. Ooh, it's very true. Very true. So anyway, all right, well, this was fun, Bill. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to Vince Young me. I think I made it through. We're all good. All good things. And, you know, hopefully we have another one this week. It could be a lot of fun. Very good. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone once again for listening to the CFB Nation All-America podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day and uh, we will see you next time.
Thank you.